slow. Alright, so we are always talking about the checkerboard. Popular symbol in different circles, different societies. Basically, basically just represents the fundamentals, the two extremes. It's like the red and the blue. But in um, with the black and white, it symbolizes the the matter and antimatter. What they what they're looking for in physics, science, explanations for how things don't add up. I think it's like where they what what they can see isn't everything. So they they infer that there's something else that they can't see and they call it antimatter or dark matter it's basically the same thing and they they use that to describe forces as well so gravity and anti-gravity see it's not like matter where matter you can see it right and gravity could just be another consequence of matter just as antimatter is can't exist without the other can't have a shadow without light you can't have light without a shadow so you can't have matter without antimatter or gravity without anti-gravity I think all it is is they're just uh, they're just demonstrating the need for balance that if something is being can be described then there has to be something on the opposing end that they can't observe, maybe. Maybe they just can't perceive it. So anyway, so I was looking earlier at the expansion and contraction. So, the Big Bang, or the theory of a Big Bang, creating the universe. Now, what is a universe? There's never really a description of a given. It's just kind of all that space 
everything encapsulated within that space is the universe but it's got no definition it's got no what's the limitation what's the boundary of it how do you know that what is that there is a limitation so they typically when they show when they show the model of the universe expanding it goes from a single point right and it goes out like a cone expanding 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 obviously they don't know it's just a model it's a theory but consider consider what I've spoken about already you've got the chakras right the root chakra is red Mars on the RF spectrum on visible light red is slow it is low frequency now as you move up to blue you get into high frequency and I was literally just crossing the road and I looked up I was just kind of staring at the sky for a second and then uh, then a police car went past it was more like a police riot van and then lost my train of thought right so we're told that universe is expanding ever expanding so it started from a point and everything moved out and it's typically shown like a cone so the picture I drew this afternoon on my whiteboard I was talking about the chakras how you typically expand your mind don't you So your mind or your crown, your crown chakra is represented by Jupiter, which is the planet that represents expansion. Now, I don't know if that's 100% true because I'm finding some contradictions. So that's... uh, that's typically what astrologers would say that Jupiter is expansive now Mars because it's of a lower frequency you can assume it's going to contract because it just tells you to do to stop angry it's immediate it's not um, it's not with consideration so it's limiting within emotion or ego so Mars represents fire or Aries and it just so happens that Aries is the first sign of the zodiac the first house 
So the image I drew was Mars. This low frequency moving up to a high frequency, but expanding out, expanding out to Jupiter. So it's like a cone. So expanding out to blue, violet, and white. How does that apply in your model of the universe? Well, Mars is the explosion, it's the bang, it's the fire, it's Aries. And then <laughs> Pisces. The 12th house which the 12th house deals with the unknown it's kind of the spiritual the occult the hidden stuff the higher mind Jupiter Jupiter represents that as well as I can't remember the other planet what's Probably Neptune, because it's water. I think it was Neptune the father of Jupiter, or was it Zeus? Jupiter Zeus. No, Jupiter is Zeus. Anyway. So So just based on that concept, right? The, the astrological placements of the first zodiac house, which is Aries, which is represented by Mars. Mars is the ruler of that house. And that typically represents the lower nature, the fire. So anger, fear, all of those low emotions. And then the 12th house, as you move up to expansion, Jupiter, representing Pisces, the 12th house. So that's your complete cycle. And here's another story. Shizzle. <laughs> On the 29th of May, 2022. Actually, I'm just going to say in May. No, shit, I can't <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it was definitely May. It was in May 2022. Jupiter, uh, sorry. Jupiter moved from Pisces back into Aries. 
representing Jupiter completing a full cycle of the zodiac and now it's starting a new cycle and a person was reported to have died recently that is represented by Juno a moon or a sun uh, uh, sorry that represented as a moon of Jupiter the planet or in mythology Juno is a daughter of Jupiter and Juno is Minerva Athena Regina Queen <laughs> so you also have Neptune who's going to be moving into Aries so also completing a cycle and then within the next 10 10 or 15 years Pluto is going to complete a cycle now think about the next 10 or 15 years all these planetary bodies all this energy moving moving back to the beginning to that to that initial expansion point Aries Mars now I'm not saying I'm just saying that astrologically looking back at the events of this year and looking at the events that are unfolding in the I want to call it artificial reality because I don't believe half of the stuff that is reported happened on the day it's reported and I don't believe half of the stuff that is reported actually happened um, so unless unless you can observe it I would take it with a pinch of salt but exposing yourself to any kind of information like that that could be deceitful is still gonna influence you so I tend to take it with a pinch of salt but it's interesting that the the story of the planets moving in a, or expressed in astrology is also expressing itself in a way in uh, events that you see around you which are typically what the biblical uh, sorry the Babylonian omens were written the things that were happening in the sky also happening around them so it, they would mark the positions 
what's happening in the sky and the sort of general events happening around specifically it was to protect the royalty to warn them that kind of thing so we got this Mars this Mars to Jupiter point of expansion explosion expansion out to Jupiter expressed in the theory of the model of the universe a point and an explosion an expansion forming the same kind of cone as it's just representing it's going from a point outwards now if you look at the RF spectrum and you apply a cone to it right so you've got so you've got the same thing you've got your, your red at the bottom which is the point of contraction and expansion so that's where everything expands everything expands out from that red point and then your your blue or your violet or your white light is the expansion But if you look at the waveform, RF can travel f further. So when you get into when you get into the realm of time, 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 which is energy flow, the distance of your The distance of your frequency becomes limited. So a higher frequency a higher frequency is limited by distance because it contains such a high amount of energy. Hmm. So if you think about your Wi-Fi at home, you've got a router. And it's got an antenna, it's got a Wi-Fi antenna. And... Your signal strength is determined by the strength of... Uh, the signal being broadcast by your router. So if you go into... If you go higher, if you go further away from the router, the signal is going to get weaker. Even though the signal could be gigahertz, it could be up to five gigahertz, coincidentally. Which most of the modern routers support five gigahertz. Most of your, like if you've got a MacBook, if you've, got a, if you've got a new laptop basically, or a brand new phone, it should also support maybe some sort of form of five gigahertz internet. I can't remember the, they got like a certain de designation 
you know, like 802.1B or N or G or something like that. It's some new category. And, uh... Yeah, it gives you faster internet, faster internet speeds. So where you may have been getting like 300 megabits per second, which is still adequate. You may now get up to, I don't know, 600 or 800 megabits. It could be quicker, I I have no idea. So the further, the, the higher the, the higher the frequency, the less distance it can travel. Especially, it can't penetrate through objects as good. Which is weird, right? Because people are thinking, we've entered some sort of high frequency state. But if that were true, it wouldn't always be felt, right? But then, we're not really talking about gigahertz or terahertz here, we're talking about hertz, the, the frequency of the Earth, 7 to 40 hertz, which is low, very low frequency, VLF, or UOF, ultra low frequency, I don't know, it's very low anyway, so that kind of, that kind of band on the RF spectrum is, is in the red very low frequency it's probably it's not even within the bands of visible light so obviously you can't see it but you could feel it to a degree I guess um, so yeah when people say we're entering a higher frequency it's typically, yeah, the, the Earth is resonating at a higher frequency, but it's still very low frequency. So it could be felt by everyone and everything. This is why animals can sense when there's earthquakes or volcanoes about to erupt, which is just seismic activity, right? It's just low frequency. They can sense that and they'll fly away or they'll run away before the uh, before the actual big event comes. Humans probably have the same kind of sense, but they're not as attuned to it because they they wear things that like shoes that they can't really attune to the ground and everything's concrete, so. So what about what I was talking about originally? So the universe expanding from a point. It's just the story of the chakras. Mars and the root expanding up to the expanding up to Jupiter, up to the the crown, the head. And I think that's called, isn't it, a kundalini... Is it a kundalini experience or something? I don't know the exact term. But it's basically moving fluid up 
Kundalini awakening, something like that. I'm sure. I'm sure people out there know what I'm talking about. So it's interesting as well that universe. It basically means one script, uni one verse script. Or word. So it's almost like everyone's singing from the same hymn sheet. So the story of the universe, or the theory of the universe, is one story, it's one script. But it's not given in context. Each person is a universe. Because each person embodies the theory of the universe. So how could it be denied that each person is not a universe? And the the person is bound, right? The person's got limitations. They're limited by the light that they can see. That's the limitation. It's not the physical body, it's the light that they can see. Because the light can lead to deceit. You could be told or shown things that aren't of any benefit that are not observable there was an example I had earlier but I can't remember but there was another example I was looking at of this expansion and contraction but this is a continuation. This, this cycle is, you can see the cycle every year, at the same time every year, and it repeats. So the summer solstice, the solstice, the winter and the summer solstice, the points of expansion and contraction. So the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere is a point of between sorry between the autumnal equinox and the winter solstice that's contraction so that's the nature of mars low frequency fire hell condition of hell fire right and then once you get to the winter solstice that's the lowest point, that's the lowest frequency. From that point, you then expand. Up to the spring equinox. And then up to the summer solstice. And then it repeats. But what is the first The first zodiac sign in, is it March? 
Yeah, it's March 21st or March 20th. Aries. Jupiter. Expansion. And see, I think uh, Saturn and Mars, I think they're of the same nature. Saturn tends to be like Pluto, attributed with death in some ways, limitations, darkness. But people have different interpretations. People see Saturn as challenging, as teaching lessons, which is true. I think that both both points are true. It just depends on the on the observer or what a person has felt the condition. So, like, they would typically judge that based on the Saturn return. which is at 29 years old, around 29 years old, and then uh, 58 years old. So you might have, or you might notice some events happening around that point, that life-changing events or lessons or confronting things from your past. So it kind of embodies that, that it kind of embodies Mars, Saturn and Pluto aspects because it's like the death of old ways perhaps rebirth which is Pluto and then maybe limitations creating boundaries being of the nature of Aries or Mars in terms of Maybe if you were too too nice to people, it may require a pole pole shift. You may need to be more assertive, more Aryan, more of the Mars nature. So So the equinox, the spring equinox is Aries, Mars. The summer solstice, which is in June 20th or 21st. I think it's the last day of Gemini, which is Mercury, which is communication, which is blue, the throat chakra. And then you've got September, same uh, 20th no 21st sorry 21st which I think is Virgo not 100% sure about that but I think that's Venus Venus which is your sacral which is orange I think and then December December 21st which I believe is Capricorn Capricorn which I think is Saturn again so limitations 
So you've got all these cycles that express the same thing. They express the same, in essence, it's the same pattern. It's the pattern of light. It's patterns in light, right? So, oh man. I don't know why it just feels awkward talking when there's uh, people coming toward you. I think it just depends where you are. Um, yeah, so there's patterns in light and it's all on that scale red to red to blue, violet, white black and white all polar opposites but it's all representing the same thing it's all representing that, that thin little band of uh, frequency Whereas you've got, you've got the black and the white, which as well as representing the, the energy, the energy flow, that continuous stream that I spoke about, and we can only see a part of it. There is also other other forces that you could perceive on that other phenomena because you could say that light is a phenomena it's a frequency that you can perceive and you can see other things right providing you've got utility to do that or you've got a tool to do that so you can see, you can see things under a black light, right? Ultraviolet. But it's called a black light. So you can see things that are there that you wouldn't normally be able to see in visible light because they're on a different frequency. It's interesting. Right? It's interesting, it's something that can come from your lower nature. Your sexual organs will appear under black light, ultraviolet. And then you speak about the Kundalini, which is about raising the Kundalini to the higher nature, to the violet, to the higher spectrum, the higher frequency. So, so raising your frequency to a higher level is likely just going to affect 
the people around you, the way that people interact with you. Because I know when, if I stay out in the sun too long, I would either start to go red So my skin would start to go red or would start to go a shade of red a tanned shade so orange brown red that that kind of scale but my hair would go white start to go bl really blonde it's actually it's quite blonde at the minute my the hairs of my arms are all blonde and it's just from Overexposure to UV. Which has had the effect that it's made me appear lighter. Because the sun, the sun on my arms now is reflecting more light. Because all the hairs of my arm are pretty much white, blonde. So I'm not really sure where I'm going with this. It's <laughs> kind of a mixed bag, but the two main things I was looking at this afternoon were the model of the universe, the cone, the expansion, going from Mars to Jupiter. Mars being the fire, Jupiter naturally being the expansion and also representing the higher mind, which is expand your mind kind of thing, right? And then under the same, under that same model, you've got the equinox solstice cycle, the movement of the sun, the yearly movement of the sun from Aries to Capricorn. with Gemini being the the high point Capricorn being the low point the high frequency and the low frequency because Mercury represents Gemini it's the ruler and Mercury is the first one around the sun it's got a very fast orbit very high frequency whereas Saturn has got well like a 29 year orbit so it's slower lower nature so is the motto of the universe an ever expanding theory of something expanding through a space with no limit from a point that cannot be seen or identified or is it just part of the stories and the cycles of everything else the visible light spectrum specifically I think because I've been 
sort of in that mode for the last few days I'm just finding more examples of that I think that's just how it it's just how it works you get into a specific frequency and that's uh, tend to be that tends to be what you we then pick up on wow it's quite warm today I'm trying to think of um, something appropriate to call this. Maybe model of the contract. Sorry, it's not about contracts, is it? That's weird, though, isn't it? When you sign a contract, how you become limited by what's in the contract. And you have to do whatever's said in the contract. Hmm. Maybe it's going to be something cheesy like your universe. Or your verse. That's what it is, right? Everyone's got a story. Everyone's got their own script. But at the same time, there's got to be a. It's got to be a script that everyone is applying by, or everyone is. Everyone is under. Just like you've got the white light outside the visible light spectrum. And alongside that you've got the the black or the black light, the shadow. So it's like those Russian dolls I keep going back to, the nesting dolls. So you've got the visible light spectrum within the white light, within the dark. And then that's within something else. So, so yeah, even though we've all got our own story, our interactions with other people is the the cohesive, the the single story. But we all came from our own sort of source, our own point, and expanded out. Okay, so I think that's it. Catch you in a bit.